Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo. And you know what I think we're going to do? We're just going to get right into the podcast. We're just going to pick up where we left off last week. I'm just going to jump right into it after a very quick recap of the information that came last week. Because really what it hit, what, what's happening here is that this is so important for your work. We talked about the what. And I really don't talk about the morning routine very often. I don't talk about it, and I haven't talked about it, over 200 episodes, over three years of being with you guys. Because I really, I don't give advice. I know that you have within you all the answers that you ever need. This is something for you. This is something for you to create for yourself so that you can wake up the consciousness within you, the skill set of manifestation, as well as the movement of energy that you have flowing through you all the time. Becoming aware of both of those and increasing your ability to experience both of those, your power manifestation and the energy within you. So, Whatever you guys decide to do today, right? Because I'm going to give you guys a lot of practical information. I'm going to tell you some examples. I'm going to tell you what I do. But whatever you do today, don't think you have to do exactly what I do. I'm going to tell you my morning routine is about three to four hours. It can vary, but it can go four hours and sometimes beyond. And I'm not asking you guys to do what I'm doing. I'm not asking you to do this. I know some of you say, I got to be at work at seven. I got to be at work at six. I'm not saying to wake up at two in the morning or to one in the morning so you can do a morning routine. You can do this morning routine in 30 minutes. It's the intention behind it. It's being conscious about what it is you're doing. It has nothing to do with going through the movements. In fact, I'd rather, I'd rather you guys focus on 30 minutes of consciousness, 30 minutes of intention, than four hours of being a, going through an unconscious routine that you have no, no idea on what you're doing it for. You're just going through the movements because that's what buffering is. Buffering is just going through the movements a lot of the times. I'm just going to escape from whatever the now is and buffer on my phone or buffer on my thing, buffer on my TV or whatever it is I'm doing, right? Escaping the now. But a morning routine can also be an escape from the now. Going to the gym can be an escape from the now. Working on a business can be an escape from the now. It's doing something unconsciously. So don't do your morning routine unconsciously, brother. Do it very consciously. So that's number one. Do what works for you. But I want to quickly recap as to why. Why are we doing this? We are a microcosm. We are a microcosm of the universe. An emergence of consciousness and existence, right? It's like this fabric where consciousness and existence are together. They're overlapped on each other, right? They're, they're, they're not one follows the other, right? It's not a linear progression of experience. It's happening one in the same time. That's why there's only the now. There's only the now happening over and over, right? There's no future, there's no past. It's just the now. Happening, happening, happening. And in that now, consciousness and existence are right on top of each other. And the way that is experienced is through emergence, through a fabric that's connected. It's like when we look at the black hole, right? We know the black hole goes somewhere. It sucks in all the light. It goes somewhere. It's like this vacuum. It goes somewhere. It's like this connection, this bridge. That's what we're doing. We are bridging. We're experiencing existence through consciousness. That's one way. And then we're also sending our consciousness out into existence through manifestation. That's the other way. So our soul, our purpose is aimed to experience itself through itself. We're like these little portals of energy that are working 
that are existing to slow down vibration in the field of energy, which we call existence, right? This infinite field of, of, of energy until it becomes existence in a way that we can know it and we can experience it, which is very, very slow. In the third dimension, energy has to be slowed down to almost a stop for us to experience it, right? It has to be almost dead still for us to experience it in the third dimension because that's the solid, right? Solid liquid gases. It's almost dead still because it begins so high, it begins so high in the realm of thought where it's so fast, the vibration, the energy is moving so fast and vibrationally that's pure consciousness. And like I said, this is a two-way street. Our soul consciousness sends back to the all consciousness, the all oneness of consciousness, the vibrations that we associate with our experience of whatever it is we're experiencing. So this message becomes realized potential, right? Before it gets sent back, before it's realized, it's just pure potential. But then once we realize it, once we experience it, this realized potential becomes the potential expression from infinity that has been brought into existence. We send it back and we get information on it. So our collective then takes on what it determines that we experience more of and what we choose to experience less of. This exchange takes lifetimes. It happens over lifetimes. And we call it evolution. We say, oh, we've adapted, right? We've evolved. We've let some things go. Like, look at all the things. Like, we went from this age to that age, right? The Stone Age to the Bronze Age, the Agricultural Age to the Information Age, right? The Electrical Age and all the, the Industrial Age and all the things that are happening, right? The Information Age. We call them ages. We move along in this progression of evolution. But it's all real ha really happening simultaneously with the information that we send back to consciousness from existence through the way we choose to experience it. That's why some things just feel like so true for us. Some things just feel like true because we've been constantly we've sent that same message back so many times that we're just abhorred by anybody that acts against that message. Like like stealing, like murder, right? We'd say, well, that's just crazy. Why would anybody do that? Oh, they're crazy. Yeah, because we've sent that information back so often that we've just now come to terms with this is not what we want to do. We have loopholes for it, of course, in war, but even we say war is wrong. We don't want to go to war. We want to resolve things peacefully, diplomatically, and so on. So even that, you know, this is just something that our body, our soul knows it abhors. And it abhors it because it sent that information back so many times that the all oneness has agreed and said, yes, we want to see less of this. We want to experience less of this. And that's the journey that we're all on, brothers. We're all on this journey of being the soul that exists between consciousness and experience or consciousness and existence so that we are the bridge and the teachers of both or the experiences of both. So that's the very quick recap. So that's why, that's why I've set my morning routine, my sadhana up this way, because I want to experience these elements, these elements of existence that not only am I using through my consciousness, that to become consciously aware of and to be able to use develops the skill set of manifestation, which is sending consciousness into experience, but it also helps me understand experience or understand existence, excuse me, understand existence in the reverse order. So that I'm able to get more pleasure, I'm able to get more pleasure out of it and send more of that information back. I'm able to have through my manifestation process what I choose to experience and at the same time what is being offered to me as the lesson I'm able to witness by being in the present moment and send that experience back to the all oneness through my consciousness by being aware, by staying consciousness. Now again, this follows a path. It follows an order of the elements and the elements are first the space, first the ether. That's where we are in. That is the infinite and eternal 
field of information when we're talking about energy and is the infinite and eternal consciousness itself, the all oneness itself that are overlapped on each other and creating a fabric for which we are transmitting information back and forth. So that space, that ether is the all oneness. It is the thing itself. And that is that which has no boundary and that which has a center that is everywhere. Boundary is nowhere, center is everywhere, right? That's the ether. Within the ether, we begin. We begin the four elements that begin as high vibrational, very high vibrational, very low energy potential, and then slow their energy, slow their vibration down into existence, which is low vibration, high energy reality. We call it the realized potential, which is reality, right? So we begin with air, and air is the thoughts. Air is that space, right? Fire is focused thought. Water then becomes, so fire and air are essentially like the causal realm, brothers. You've heard me talk about the three realms. It's the causal realm. It's the T-line of the universal truth and the model of alignment. It's what we get our random thoughts. It's where all the potential of all the thoughts that can ever exist in the fabric of eternal time could ever be. And then with fire, we choose. With fire, we pick out and we say, that's the one, that's the one, that's the one I'm going to add energy to. That's what I'm going to put more energy into. That's the one I'm going to begin to manifest. That's the one I'm going to begin to choose to believe. And as we choose to believe it, we add our fire to it. We add our intention to it. We add our discipline to it. We add our willpower to it. So that's all in the causal realm. Remember, in the causal realm, there is the infinite potential of thought and and... So there's air and there is fire. There is the one thought that we choose to experience. That's the one thought we say, this is mine. This is going to become my identity. This has become my experience. This is going to become my belief system, right? And then we move into the next realm, to the astral realm, the realm of vibration and energy. And that's where we get into water. So we go air, fire, water. And that's where things, again, slow down even more because now things have slowed down to a wave function where we're in that energy, that wave function of a vibration that almost becomes visible, right? But from a water-fire position, does become tangible because water is the first place of tangibility. It's fluid, it's moving, right? It's in that space of, of change, of rapid change. And so it's still at a higher vibration than the solid manifestation of earth, which is that hard, very slow, high, high, raw, dense energy, but has very little consciousness. Even water has some of that consciousness. As fire, you know, fire has consciousness. It eats, it consumes, it breathes, it has life. So when we talk about our routine, this is what we want to look at. We want to have these elements in the routine, but we also want to have the order. We want to have the order set. So understand the order as it emerges through our manifestation skill, through what we're doing as souls, by bringing the beginning of manifestation through the realm of cause, by looking for thoughts, and with intention choosing, this is my thought, and then we vibrate by feeling it, we give power and energy to that thought by feeling it, by giving it emotion, by giving it feeling, and then finally we take action, which is our earth, which is our realm of form, we take action, and again, this is the universal truth, thought, feeling, action, this is how we manifest, this is the way we're doing it at a elemental level. When I talk about the esoteric of how we manifest, brothers, I'm talking about this. At an elemental level, we're slowing down this vibration through this process of air, fire, water, earth. So what we do with our routine is we begin and we follow through these to wake up these spaces of consciousness and to begin to activate these places of energy. So space, what does that look like? What is ether? Like, what is it? 
Well, it is complete stillness. It is total consciousness. Remember, there is no energy here. Actually, I shouldn't say there's no energy. <laughs> this is the totality of energy, right? This is where all the energy exists all the time. So it's total energy and it's also total consciousness. It is the framework of both. It is those two being integrated and interweaved upon each other. This duality of experiencing consciousness being contained. And again, I want to be careful with that word contained because there is no container. There is no boundary. Again, the boundary is nowhere. The center is everywhere. I, I will contend that you are the center, that I am the center, that every one of us is a portal of the soul's energy is a center that is witnessing itself, that is witnessing the perfection of that which is in existence and that which can be conscious of what exists. So there's total consciousness and there's total energy. And so in this space, there's the recognition of that. There's stillness. And in what I do, because again, there's very, there's that low, you want to keep that energy in that realm of cause, in that realm of thought, in that realm of the infinite expression of potential. So what I do is I do a 30 minute meditation and I do this 30 minute meditation as soon as I wake up. And again, brothers, this is the, this is the, this is the order. Right? We follow the order of these five elements. We begin with ether. So as soon as I wake up, I begin the 30-minute meditation. Now, there's some things I do beforehand. Right? Maybe I need to use the bathroom. Maybe I need to grab a glass of water, You know, something like that. But it, it's very quickly. It's like 30 seconds, right? In and out so I can begin my experience of the formless form and the timeless time. And that is a 30-minute transcendental-like meditation process where I'm sitting, I'm seated in stillness, repeating a mantra over and over in my mind, just going through that 30 minutes of just mantra. Now I do, like I say, I do set some things up, light some candles, get some incense going, but that's just me. Like again, it's not required. It's not mandatory. It just helps me set my intention. It helps me sit there and remember, yes, I am invoking. I'm invoking my universal power. I'm invoking the elements that are within me. I'm invoking the energies, the powers that I'm working with. I'm waking them up. I'm, I'm turning on my consciousness. I'm getting them all in the space for them to unfold, for them to um, emerge in their way that is designed through my intention, through my soul's desire. So I begin with that. It's a 30 minute. Now, again, it doesn't have to be a 30 minute. That's what I'm saying to you. You don't have to do what I do. 30 minutes. I was trained for 30 minutes. I have transcendental meditation experience. I have transcendental meditation uh, training and experience. It's something I did for a very, very long time. So I integrated into my morning routine as a 30 minute. The TM guys say 20 minutes twice a day. I do 30 minutes twice a day. It's just very easy for me. I get up and I go. I also had some training in the Deepak Chopra way of doing it, which is also very TM-ish, right? You can have a mantra repeated and that's 30 minutes. So that's for me, but you don't have to. Whatever gets you into the recognition of the all oneness, whatever gets you rec into the recognition of total consciousness, of waking up your consciousness, of waking up your air, getting involved with the fire, with the, with the thoughts, waking up your fire and getting involved with your intention, getting involved with your willpower, waking up your vibrational energy, getting used to and feeling and experiencing that astral body that exists within you, your feelings. And of course, your body as well. Whatever you want to do, you could just do a five-minute invocation, a five-minute decree, wake up and repeat something that puts your mind in the subject. It could take you five seconds. You roll over, get out of bed, 
Thank you for this day. Maybe it's a gratitude. Thank you for this day for me to experience everything, for me to experience myself as a microcosm, as a co-creator and manifester of all that is in existence. <laughs> Got tripped up over my words there, but you guys can see how passionate I get about it. Really, you don't have to do 30 minutes. 30 minutes just puts me into the gap. It's puts me into stillness, that place where there is no thought, right? There's, there's no thought. There's no mantra. There's no thought. It's just in the gap. It's in the space. It's in the ether. It just works for me, but maybe for you, it's just a thought. Maybe it's a thought. Maybe it's a sentence. Maybe it's something from a scripture or something from a, from a leader, something from a mentor that you have that you just want to read and it gets you in that moment. Whatever that is, begin there, begin with space, begin with ether. All right, brothers, next is air and air is thought. Air is your thought. So you've, you've set your space. You've set your space up for you to invoke and experience these elements. The next one is air. This is the causal realm. It's the causal realm of everything that's going on in the realm of thought. Everything that's going on up in your minds. Again, high, high, high consciousness, low, low, low energy. We're going to wake up the consciousness quickly. We're going to wake up the energy slowly. So with air, it's a writing exercise. You begin writing. Now, how you write is completely up to you. I've always offered that you guys do thought downloads. I've told you over and over and over, many, many podcasts. This is kind of the thing, right? If you're going to do anything ever as a part of your daily cognitive mastery work, it is thought downloads. One thought download a day, two models. One thought download, two models. This can be your air exercise. Like I say, I've been doing it for years. It's a part of my air exercise. It can be journaling. Maybe you just get into writing a journal. You say, this is what I'm going to, this is what I did yesterday, right? Like you talk about all the things you go back and reflect on yesterday. You reflect on what you intend to create today. You know, you get into some journaling, some brainstorming, some, some imagination, right? Some fantasizing, whatever it is. Maybe you do some models. Maybe it is model of alignments, right? You do some models of alignment. You do some of these CTFARs, you put these together, but you want it to have a very fluid consciousness, right? You want to have this very fluid, this very low energy. The only thing moving is the hand, right? You're kind of waking up. This is where you can grab that cup of coffee if you want to. Make yourself some tea, you know, sit down, begin this process. So ether space can be a quick prayer, can be a quick statement. You know, I do 30 minutes of meditation. It can be longer than that, but then you go into writing. You go into clearing the space, clearing the space of mind, clearing the space of cause, that causal realm, getting it out, getting it moving. Write until you're writing into your desires, that's how long you want to write for. People say, how long do I write for? You know what? Write as long as you want. If it's a thought download, just do that. If you do a thought download, two models, do that. Two models can be amazing. You want to do that intentional model, and I'll tell you why in a moment. But any type of writing, right? And write until you start writing into your desire, where you're writing into your dreams, your desires, where you're writing changes from some kind of negative emotion, right? Some kind of thought that doesn't serve you into a thought that begins to serve you, into something where you're saying, yes, this is it. This is where I want to go. This is the direction I'm taking. And again, that's why the unintentional intentional model may work because you may just have unintentional thoughts. There may be a lot of cleaning to do. There may be a lot of that work to do of just cleaning and clearing things out, which is great because then you can do an unintentional model with one of those thoughts and create a new model with a new thought. And you can take that into your next exercise, which is fire. But you want to get to the point where you can set an intention for the day. That's what I'm saying right into your desire. Sometimes I'll write for 30 minutes. Sometimes I'll write for 90 minutes. Sometimes I'll write for, you know, in between 60. It averages between 45 to 60 minutes. I'll get into some writing here. And I do it more of a journaling style. I'll just start writing whatever comes out. It's like a brainstorm. Write, 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 write. And then eventually I can feel that shift. Whatever where my, my writing begins is where it begins. Maybe it's something that was bothering me from yesterday or something I'm 
waking up with some kind of anxiety or some kind of thought that's coming to me from the morning. And I'll start writing about that. I'll get that out. But I'll keep writing until there's a shift, until that shift in my writing goes from some kind of victim mentality or some kind of pity or some kind of fear or shame or worry or doubt. And I'll move it. I'll shift it. I'll shift it into, no, 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 this is, this is what I'm intending. This is what I want to create. This is what feels better. This is what feels right. This is what I'm aligning with, right? And it's not about trying to repress. I'm not saying repress and resist those emotions. I'm saying right into the thoughts that you choose to put your intentions around. And if you already have intentions, that's beautiful. Consider doing some work around that as a circumstance. And then you can even ask yourself why you don't have it already. Look, if this is your intention, right? If this is your goal, if your intention is to build your business and to have this thing done or to meet this woman and have this family, or if it's to, you know, my intention is to create something and you go out and you try to create something, but you treat it like a goal, then put that in the C line as you do your writing and determine what are the thoughts? What's in the T line? It's preventing you from having it already because really having it already means believing those thoughts. That's the direction of experience that we talked about. I talked about yesterday and earlier on in this episode was you have it because there's an exchange of information between consciousness and existence. So if it doesn't, if it doesn't have, if it's not appearing in existence already, then what's happening in your consciousness? You know, what's the barrier? And you can do that work as well. But whatever you're doing with air, the idea to get it, whatever you're doing with your writing, with this element of air, you're getting your writing into a direction, into you're kind of taking it from a wide beam to a narrow beam, to a wide focus to a narrow focus. So you can really discover, again, discover why you don't have it, was the belief that's keeping you from having that experience. But whatever the thought is, whatever the thought is you want to train and focus on, that's what you want to get to by the end of the writing, by the end of the air element, because that's going to take you into the fire. And fire is setting the intentions. Set these intentions and this will be your focus of the day. Now with these focus, what you're doing, again, you're choosing to narrow your consciousness intentionally. You're choosing to take your consciousness around these particular thoughts, around these particular actions, around these particular things of vibration, of, of a feeling. And you're going to slow down the energy in this way and through focusing your thoughts and through keeping your feelings a certain way, keeping your feelings in that vibrational frequency of having done instead of needing or getting or receiving. It's already done. It's already there. I'm just moving through the actions. And that's another energy, how you're going to use the energy, the physical energy that you have throughout your day. What is going to be your top priorities for the day? And we're going to set it up into four different things, health, wealth, relationships, and lifestyle. You're going to choose these. You're going to put your energy into visualizing now through vibration and setting up actions for later throughout the day of these four intentions. What these look like for you. What is the energy behind this? This is where your fire is. So you want to make it positive. You want to make it present, right? That's what you want to have when you have these intentions. You want to be mindful of all your thinking. And what is your thinking around these intentions all day long? And you want to visualize yourself, yourself executing on these as they become your actions. So as you're thinking and feeling and keeping positive about these, you're also working on your actions. Now, again, you're taking action around these. Now, again, this doesn't have to take a lot of time. You may already have these set up ahead of time. You may know what is your goal, what is your health goal for the day? Maybe my health goal is to eat no sugar. Well, how long ago, how, how long did that take me to come up with? Take me two seconds. And maybe it's something I'm working on all month, which makes it even easier, right? Because then I don't have to think about it. I just know it and I can put my intention directly into it. This month, I won't eat any sugar. That's my intention. It's my intention for my health for today. It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be groundbreaking. It doesn't have to be life-changing and it will be life-changing. That's the wild part, but it doesn't, your mind wants to make it something big, right? 
Like he wants to make this something huge. It's like, I'm going to make a million dollars today. Well, certainly you can certainly do that. Make that in your intention and go for that. That may be in your wealth, right? But it doesn't have to be. It could be something else. Health, wealth, relationships, lifestyle. These are the four components. That's what you want to focus on your intentions. What are your intentions for the day for your health? What is the intention for the day for your wealth? What are you going to build for your business? What are you going to create? What are you going to save? How are you going to invest? What are you going to learn? What are you going to do for your development of how you attract the energy of surviving and providing? This is you being a hunter, brother. This is you understanding your skill craft of hunting, your skill craft of, of providing, right? It's your skill craft of surviving. You learn how to eat. And then you, through your skill craft, you keep others alive through the family. That's wealth, wealth, energy, the energy of money. The energy of money is the energy of survival. So it's your skill set. Health. What is your intention around your health? What is your intention around your relationships? How do you want to approach your relationships? How do you want to show up in your relationship? Maybe it's very specific. Maybe it has something to do with a specific person. How do you want to be around this person? Maybe it's a certain person you want to connect with. Maybe it's a general thing. Maybe it's about your, your relationship with yourself even. And then, of course, your lifestyle. What do you want to intend for your lifestyle today? And if you have questions about this, then go back over the last couple podcast episodes. You can look at the 12 attributes of mastery, the 12 attitudes of mastery, or you can look at the 12 responsibilities of mastery. And you can just choose one of these. Choose one of these for the day. Choose one of these for the week and make that your intention for your lifestyle. But again, brothers, it doesn't have to take a lot of time. But with the time you put into it can take the time if you wanted to, but it could take five minutes. You could take five minutes. What is my one intention for the day for health? One intention for the day for wealth? One intention for the day for relationships? One intention for the day for lifestyle? Now for me, again, because it comes off of air, because it comes off of writing, I'm already guiding myself into my intentions. I'm writing in a brainstorming way that begins with whatever I'm feeling as I wake up. And sometimes I feel amazing when I wake up and I do my 30 minutes of meditation. I feel amazing. It's wonderful. Other times I'm feeling something like something's happening, right? Maybe from yesterday, maybe from the morning, maybe from a week ago, who knows, but something's in there. Something's not jiving and I'm into something. And so I start writing and I want to write right where I'm at, wherever I'm at, I meet myself. I meet that that realm, that causal realm. What do I need to see? What do I need to experience? What do I need to know here? And I just start writing until I begin directing into my fire because my fire is where, yes, this is where I start to fire. And again, brother, the more you cultivate fire, the more you cultivate intention, the more you cultivate willpower and discipline, this is a very masculine sign. It's a very masculine element. So as you're with this element of fire, the more you train your intention, the more masculine energy the more of that male energy you are creating in your energy, the more creating in your in your auric field. So you want to work on this. And again, make it positive. Make it positive, make it present. It can take five minutes. It can take 15 minutes. It can take two seconds if you already know, if you've got certain intentions that you want to just work on. You want to keep the same intentions for the week, then this part of your morning routine takes very little time, right? You're just in and out of it. Finish your writing, set your intentions, but set them. Give them their space, give them their time, look at them, set them intentionally, and then move on to water. And water is also a meditation, but it's a vibrational meditation. It's fluid. It begins to activate your feeling. It moves you from the causal realm to the astral realm, where you begin feeling your feelings. And brothers, we have to learn to feel our feelings. Yes, water is feminine. Water and air are both feminine elements. That's why water, when we get into feeling our feelings, we were told as kids, I know we were told as kids, Feelings are for women. 
right? Fire, intention, you know, doing what you say you're going to do. You know, these are the masculine things. That's fire. It's very masculine. And then action, earth, taking action, going out there and doing it. But water is very feminine. Leave it for the women. But no, we cannot leave it for the women because we have to be balanced, brothers. We've got to be balanced and we have to know we feel our feelings. We have to know what feelings are like. We have to know that vibrations are for us. They are part of our soul that manifests our desire. It's They're so important. And you can do this many, many ways. You can do this through a moving meditation. You can do this through a dance. You can dance in the morning. You can do this through a seated meditation where you work on focusing on bringing consciousness to your astral body through your vibrations in your body. You can do this many, many different ways. How, again, how you do it. I'm not telling you how to do this. You do what you do, brother. But what I'm telling you is that water as your morning routine element has to do with getting you in touch with your vibrations, getting you in touch with your feelings. It's There's less consciousness, right? Because now we're not conscious of the, the thoughts. We have to be more conscious of the energy. But it gets the energy up. It gets the energy moving. So you start with those slow movements, those smooth movements. That's why dancing can be a part of it. You could just do some dancing in the move in the morning. You could do some yoga. This could be a yoga. It could be a nice, slow, smooth. It could be a stretching routine. It could be like a you know mobility, a CrossFit mobility we used to do. Kelly Storette did that for us, right? The supple leopard and so on. It could be seated. You could do a seated movement or seated meditation where you just focus on the vibration, focus on your feeling. You could do an Osho meditation, something where there's like a lot of movement, but you want to be conscious of your feeling. You're not conscious of your mind anymore. You're letting that go. That's why this element is a little tricky, right? The element of water is a little tricky because this could be a moving meditation. It could be a dance. It could be seated meditation, but the focus is on the body, not on the mind anymore. It's not focusing on the thoughts anymore. Now we're focusing on the body. We're focusing on what's happening in the experience and the vibration. The idea is to align, to begin to align with your astral body, with your energy body. And it's so important. Like I say, brother, it's so important for manifestation because it's through our fire of intention. We take that fire and we align it with our power, right? Our, our motor, which is our vibration, <laughs> right? That's the energy that we're putting into the thought that we're putting into the intention. So we got to know, we got to know what that feels like. We got to know what that energy is like, and we want to move it. We want to move it around. We want to make sure that that energy is mobile. That's not getting stuck somewhere because stuck energy becomes a limiting belief. Stuck energy becomes a repetitive thought pattern. So we want to get it moving. We want to get all that energy moving. We want to move it up so that there's nothing stuck. There's nothing preventing us from experiencing our soul's desire. There's there's nothing stopping us from feeling our way into our manifestation, into what it is that we want to experience. And then finally, from water, we end and we finish with earth, right? Now, can you guys can probably imagine what I'm going to say when it comes to earth. <laughs> earth is our exercise. That's where we exercise. Now we're going to do some strength. Now we're going to do some power. Now, again, it's the least conscious. <laughs> At least for me, it is. I don't know about you guys, but when I'm working out at high intensity, you know, when I'm lifting my three rep maxes, my one rep maxes, when I'm doing high intensity workouts, like CrossFit workouts, you guys know I love CrossFit. I'm going to keep dropping the CrossFit name. I love CrossFit. You guys know that when I'm doing those high intensity workouts, maybe you don't know, but when I'm doing them, I'm not conscious of it. Okay. There's no thoughts. I'm purely in my body. Because there's so much energy. It moves energy and it strengthens our body. It moves so much. It keeps the temple strong and healthy. And there's a lot of energy expenditure. And in that lot of energy expenditure, the consciousness, the mind is just not there, right? It's in the moment. It's perceiving only the now. Do a 100-meter sprint. Like do 10 100-meter sprints. Lift a close to one rep max deadlift. I guarantee you your mind is not thinking. And if it is, you're going to have a tough time hitting your 
PR, you're going to have a tough time hitting your max because it's that thought that's going to soak up some of that energy. So our energy exchange on Earth begins with that movement. It's the action. It's the high power. And it, and it's, it all begins with an exchange, an exchange of air that keeps the body alive and an exercise keeps the body capable of living. And it's so important to do some kind of movement every day, some kind of movement every day. You know, again, just like the time frames are not important around how you do your ether, how you do your space, whether it's a two second statement or whether it's a 30 second meditation, same thing with writing, whether you do it for 10 minutes, whether you do it for 90 minutes, same thing with fire it may take you 30 minutes to set your intention. It may take you two seconds, water, your meditation, your dancing. Maybe you dance for 10 minutes. Maybe you dance for five minutes. Maybe you meditate for five minutes on your feeling. Maybe you do something else, right? Maybe there's a something else that you do for that, like an hour long meditation. Like you can do whatever you want, but earth is the same. It can be a 90-minute workout. You could commute to the gym and back. It can be a 10-minute, real quick, high-intensity body weight, like push-up squats, push-up sit-up squats. It can be something like that. It can be anything. It can be a jog around the block, a run around the block. It can be a five-mile run, a three-mile run, a one-mile run, anything. Just do something. Do some kind of movement every day, some kind of movement every day because this keeps you capable of living. It pushes your ability to act further. It helps you to experience more of what we're here to experience. That's why the body is so important. I've talked about rest days before, and you guys know I don't really believe in them, at least not conscious rest days. I know we take unconscious rest days all the time. But for Earth, just do something to push your body past its resting experience every day. Past its resting experience just means past when you're at rest. So I'm saying it doesn't have to be super high intensity. You don't have to go out there and lift a 1,000 pounds. When you're at rest... Your heart rate is whatever. It's between 70 to 80 beats per minute, right? Go do something to bring it up, to bring it up to 85, 95, 100, right? Go do something to exercise every single day. It doesn't have to be for a long period of time. It doesn't have to be for high amounts of time. The volume doesn't matter. Just do something because this will awaken your earth. It'll move your body and it will keep your body physically able to perform the actions it needs to take in order to bring your desires into manifestation. And at this stage, you've awakened your higher self. That's it, brother. Again, there's no time limit here. You can do all five of these within 30 minutes. You can take four hours to do them. It's totally up to you. But you've activated your consciousness of mind in air, of vibration in water, and of form in earth. You've become aware of your thoughts. You become aware of your feelings. You become aware of your actions and have set your intentions of manifestation for the day. This is the practice. This is the practice. That's all it is. This is the morning routine. And the length of time is up to you. The length of time does not matter. What matters is consistency. That's what matters is that you do this every single day, whether you do it for 30 minutes every day or for four, four hours every day. Look, you can do it for 10 hours every day. It doesn't matter. As long as you just do it every day. If you do this for, you don't have to become a monk. You don't have to live a lifestyle like this. You can do a 30 minutes routine like this every single day and you will see momentous changes. You can start short and make different parts longer if you want. It's all about you. This is your practice. But it will begin to waken you up. What matters is the intention. What matters is the consistency. It will begin to wake you up. It will wake you up to what you are, to the power that you have. And it will start the energy moving. So that's what's most important, to keep your mind in the intention behind your practice. It's to move your energy that your soul uses to manifest its heart's desire. You do this for yourself. You do this for your higher self. You do this to know yourself. You do this to experience yourself. This practice is done to break the chains of conditioning and allow the soul to be free, free to act with intention towards that which it 
aims to experience with the driving force of all the emotional vibration and power that you have in your body. This is a spiritual practice. Brothers, this is a spiritual practice that creates real results in the material realm due to the nature of manifestation itself. Try it. Just give it a practice. Just give it a try. (laughs) Try it and see right and only begin where you are like i say only begin where you are you can you don't have to do with this for a lot of time give yourself a little bit of time here a little bit of time there and don't judge yourself don't judge yourself or your practice if you really want help with your practice then the academy is here for you and you're ready for it if you're ready if you're already doing this if you're trying this on your own then you're ready for the academy you can come and we can guide you but don't judge yourself always be kind and respectful with yourself this is always step 1 kindness and respect these are birthrights and they are no more so for others than they are for yourself. We are all one, brother, and you need to treat yourself. We need to treat ourselves as a human species. We need to treat ourselves with the most amount of kindness and respect. So don't judge your practice. It's all good. The movements are happening. They're all happening, and they're all invisible for you. The energy has no choice but to move. That is the nature of the work, the nature of the practice. By nature of the work, you are doing it correctly. And if you really, really want to, You can come to the academy and we will guide you. But if you don't, that's okay. Just be patient with yourself. Love the process. Design a morning routine that works for you because you love working for it. And like I say, it won't be right away. It's very rare that changes are loved that are moving immediately, right? It takes time to begin to love the new process. It won't be right away that these adjustments are made, but they're right away there'll be effects that are, that are happen while you push yourself and expand yourself to experience more. And eventually you will love your work. You will love the routine because it will keep your vibration high. It'll keep your vibration in love with yourself and in love with others. It will keep you in an elevated alpha state. And that's what I have for you today, brothers. Until next week, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.